I believe the Lord wants to speak to us today. And we have been on a small journey about Jesus. I, I don't think you can do any better than preach about him. It's all, it just, everything just surrounds him, doesn't it? The word of God, our life, and uh, all that we have. And we, a few weeks ago, we preached on Jesus heals. Then we preached on Jesus saves. Last Sunday, the Lord allowed us to minister on Jesus keeps. He's the keeper of our soul. And uh, the Lord just sort of moved on my heart. And uh, we worked, put this together the best we could. And uh, we know that he'll have his way in Jesus' name. But I, I want to talk to us this morning on the fact that Jesus empowers. He empowers. I want to tell you, he gives, he gives every one of us what we need to make it through our daily situations Situations that may be abiding in our life for weeks and even months, some even years. God empowers us, empowers us to be a witness for him. Man, book of Acts chapter one, verse number six, the word of the Lord says, when they therefore come together, they asked of him. Notice the disciples here. They are with the Lord. Uh, they don't really have any clue that he's about to ascend up into the clouds and they will in their lifetime not see him physically again they're completely unaware of that at this moment they are with him this is after the death burial resurrection of the lord and uh, the bible tells us that he comes to them one more time we call it the sermon on the mount recorded in the book of matthew recorded in the book of uh, mark and in the book of luke and then here a little touch of it on the book of Acts. And so uh, the Lord is speaking to the disciples and some of the last words that he will say to them before he ascends. And the word of the Lord says that when they therefore will come together, they asked of him saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times. And so right before he heads out of this place, he lets his disciples know there's some things I haven't told you. And there's some things that you will never know until the appointed time comes. They're not even meant for you to understand these times. He says, it's not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. Everybody say, God's power. But ye, now watch here. He says, now, these things that you are currently asking me, they are in God's hands. He said, but I want to tell you that there are some things that God is going to put in your hands. He said, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria 
and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things while they beheld, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. Turn to two or three people and tell them, Jesus has empowered you. Woo! I want to tell you, there's some things he has given us that we need to start acting on. We need to start going forward with. There's some things he put in the Father's hand, but there's some things he put in our hands. He's up there taking care of the Father's business. He wants us to take care of the kingdom business while we're down here on earth. And he's given us the power and the ability and the anointing to do it. Praise God. Let's pray, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I ask, Lord, with your glory and your power, touch us today. Anoint our minds to understand, our ears to hear, our hearts to receive. Let the word of God be a fertile seed planted into the depth of our soul and let it begin to take root and blossom with the glorious power of the Most High God. Lord, I pray that you will use us. God that you will speak to us Lord that you will enlighten us and awaken us to the power that you have given us we ask it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ and everybody say amen, amen. say I am empowered say I am empowered clap your hands like you mean that will you come on send up a hand praise to the Lord May the Lord bless you. You can be seated. Pastor, going to hold us just for a few minutes, but I really believe the Lord wants to speak into our heart here today. You know, here we have the disciples and walked with Jesus Christ for three and a half years and they watched him raise the dead and feed the multitudes and they watched him unstop deaf ears and open blind eyes and they have sat and listened to him preach uh, uh, and teach message message after message after message and they followed him and, and uh, he showed them the love and the care and the kindness and the compassion of God as he walked amongst men they were exposed to all of these wonderful things and here we are the death burial resurrection they thought they had lost everything and, and were wandering at the cross and, and they huddled in a little room somewhere and there uh, they hid but uh, thank God for a couple of women with a little faith uh, that made their way to the tomb uh, and eventually John and Peter and the message got back to the disciples uh, that he has risen uh, and he is indeed uh, alive uh, we know the story about Thomas and I'm not going to believe it till I see it and, and so it all comes together and now they have reunited with this mighty God in Christ uh, they have reunited with their Messiah that has come to the world to save humanity and here they are and Jesus comes to them they're unaware of the fact that it is going to be the last time they actually see him in physical form and the Lord comes and he begins to speak to them but the 
only thing that's on their mind is they say to the Lord, God, could you tell us, could you show us when are you going to come, when you're going to set up your kingdom, when you're going to when you're gonna put us in our positions, when you're going to release us from the bondage of the Roman Empire, when are you going to do these things, when's the end time coming, when's the kingdom going to be established, oh yes, but the Lord looks at them and he said some things are not for you to know now I got to looking at that and I we know the end of the story so we know that he's about to ascend out of their sight and here they're going to be feeling powerless again feeling like God that they have been forsaken again what do we do how do we handle this and the Lord speaks to them and he says go and tarry in Jerusalem until you're endued with power from on high until you receive the promise of the father but the Lord looked at his disciples and he said I'm about to leave you there's something you need to understand I'm not going to tell you everything I'm not going to show you everything you're not going to have all the answers I'm not going to give you all understanding but this I do promise you I will empower you that no matter what comes no matter what happens you will have the power you will have the authority you will overcome you will be able to fulfill what God has called you to let's everybody clap our hands to the Lord I wish somebody would get excited about this Because I'm preaching right up some of your alleys. Oh, yes, I am. We're so busy. This is our human nature. We're so busy standing in the presence of God, asking questions, trying to get understanding, trying to understand what's going on in our life, trying to get better understanding of why certain things have come our way. Why did this one die and this one live? Why did that one get promoted and this one not? Why did this go that way but this didn't go that way trying to figure it all out walking in our life and we spend most of our time in the presence of the Lord asking questions trying to get understanding trying to get direction trying to get wisdom my God have mercy but the Lord has come here today to tell you you're not going to know everything he's not going to tell you everything you're not going to understand everything but he will give you power he will give you anointing he will give you strength he will enable us he will enable us I might not understand why I'm going through the valley but this I do know thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me I might not understand while I've got to climb that mountain but this I do know there's going to be a ram at the top of that mountain you'll never let me down you'll never forsake me Come on, somebody, praise him. Praise him. Praise him. We're so busy trying to get the answers. 
Because somehow in our feeble mind, we think that if we could just understand why, we'd be better off. If I could just comprehend why this is happening to me, then I'd be able to handle a little bit better. No, my friend, not at all. In fact, having the knowledge of why may just destroy you. We may not be able to handle the real reason of the why that comes into our life. So God says, I'm not going to give you the answer to the why or to the what or to the who or to the where or to the when. I will endue you with power. Anybody here today got a little power? Anybody here got a little power? A little Holy Ghost. Sometimes the reason why we don't walk in the victory that we need to walk in is because we stay, we keep ourselves at his feet trying to ask why, how long, how long must I endure this? How long? I believe there's a place in the word of the Lord where he says, until, how long, until, well, how long is until? Until he said, occupy until I come. Keep going until I come. How long, God? Until I come. But in the meantime, I'm giving you power. I'm giving you authority. I'm giving you anointing. We don't walk. We don't walk in that, in that authority. We don't walk in that anointing. We don't walk in that power, because we won't leave him, and go tarry in Jerusalem. And it was the same way with his disciples. Huh? The Lord knew that. The Lord knew that. He, he knew as long as he planted his feet right there on that earth, they'd all be. Gathered around him. I know I would have. I got a funny feeling. I passed you. I know you would have too. Oh yeah. Every step he made, we'd be right there with him. Everywhere, everywhere as he would have went, we'd have been shuffling right behind him. We wouldn't even gave the. We wouldn't even given the dust on the under his feet time to settle back down to the ground we'd have been we'd have been right there with him everywhere as he went and the Lord knew that was going to happen and here they are standing before him God you need to tell us some things you need to explain some things to us Lord listen here you got to talk to us because we just been through a pretty big ordeal you know we've been following you for three and a half years and everything's hunkadory and everything was just great and then all of a sudden this little thing happens in the garden and uh, you know we cut a, a man's ear off you put it back on and they grab you and they drag you, they beat you, they pull the hair from your face, and, and they do what scorns you, they do all these things to you, 
they hang you up on a cross they nail you your bloodsheds we're standing afar off we can hear you why it even shook the very foundation of Simon Peter we already know that story Lord he told us about it how that he had denied you but now you, you brought him back in and you love him God we just gone through a lot we watched them put you in a tomb they buried you and then they wrote a big stone in front of it that no man can move and they sealed that stone and oh yes 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 but you came out and now here you are so God we need some answers we need you to talk to us we need you to explain some things to us please tell us we're not going to have to face another one of those cross things. Come on, Jesus. Tell us that you're going to set up your kingdom. Come on, God. Tell us that you're going to put everything in order. You know that's how we are. We're going through some things. We face some difficulties. And we come to God. And we say, God, it's long enough. Please tell me it's coming to an end. Please tell me that you're going to live me up. Please tell me that you're going to establish me. Please tell me which way I'm going. Come on, God. Give me some knowledge. Give me some wisdom. And you know, he looks and he says, those things are for the Father. They're not for you. But I got something for you. I'm going to give you everything you need to survive and to make it but only the father's going to know when it comes to an end and only the father is going to know how it's going to end listen there was one of their one of their little sermons that Jesus was talking about and he was speaking to his disciples and he was telling them this is going to happen that's going to happen he spoke to Simon Peter he said Simon the day's going to come when you're old they're going to take you by the hand and they're going to lead you where you don't want to go history bears out they crucified him upside down oh God we want to know no you don't No, you don't. If God 10 years ago would have told you everything that you were going to have to face, everything you'd have to go through in order to serve Him and live for Him in this kingdom, the majority of us would have found an excuse and bailed out long ago. God understands our nature. He keeps those things hidden within His bosom. But this is the beautiful part about it. God knows. It's not that nobody knows. It's just you don't know. It's not that it's happen chance. Or, you know, uh, what happens just happens. It must have been fate or no, friend. God's got everything that's ever going to take place in your life. Hidden in his bosom. He's got it in his hands. And he said, don't worry. 
for every incident, for every situation, for every dilemma, for every death, for every heartache, for every pain, for every trouble, for every persecution, I will empower you. Oh, I wish somebody believed this message. Come on, let's stand to our feet. Let's clap our hands right now. Will you thank God for His power? Thank God for His power. Come on. Some of you need to give Him praise. If it wasn't for that power, you wouldn't be here. If it wasn't for that glory, you wouldn't have made it. If it wasn't for his anointing, you'd have never got through. You can be seated. We need to stop asking the why and if and the when he will deliver. And we need to just start using the glory and the power that he's given us. Because in the middle of these situations that we would like to have the answers to. And I promise you, if we had the answers, we'd mess everything up. If we knew the beginning to the end, we'd start trying to calculate how to change it. What's the best response here? What's the best words to say there? What should I do in this? This is going to happen. How can I prevent it? Or if it is going to happen, what can I do to protect myself from any harm? God's saying, I don't want you to have that knowledge. Because the way I'm going to get my glory in your life is that you're going to walk into the fire and you never know if you're coming out. But I'm going to show up and I'm going to empower you. And we're going to walk around together in the fire and everybody's going to see and everybody's going to know. No, he's not going to reveal the beginning to the ending to you. He's not going to give you the if, what, wins, where's, and why's. Oh, no. no. The just walk by faith. It's the fact that we walk by faith that justifies us. Because we walk into things that we have no idea of what it is that we are approaching. What it is that we're going into. Or what the end results of that is going to be. But we go into it anyway by faith. Because we're just walking with him. Oh, what beautiful songs that were sung. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. Just a closer walk with thee. Mm. Grand Jesus is my plea. Come on, somebody. Woo! Ah, beautiful. I can't even walk. How's that go? Without you holding my hand. Lord, I can go through anything if I feel your hand in mine. God, I can walk as long as you want us to walk if I can feel your hand in mine. I don't need to know the why. 
I know the who. I don't need to know the what if I know the who. I don't need to know the where if I know the who. As long as I'm with him. As long as I'm endued with power from on high. And I'm walking with him. We can make it. Tell your neighbor you're going to make it. Tell somebody else you're going to make it. Find somebody. Tell them you're empowered. Come on. Tell them you're empowered. My God. My God. My God. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Somebody needs to break out. You need to break out of that slump. You need to quit asking why. You need to quit bugging him. Get the power. Get the power. Get the anointing. Let God walk with you. Let God help you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody shout glory. Hallelujah. Say I'm empowered. Say I'm empowered. Come on, tell the devil, I'm empowered. Tell him I'm empowered. He said, I've given you power over all the power of the enemy. I'm empowered. I'm empowered. We need to quit walking around giving the devil praise. Oh, woe is me. Devil been on my back all day. Oh, my. I don't know how much longer I can take it. Oh my, the weight is too great. I am not minimizing. There are incredible trials and difficulties in this congregation. I understand that. I would not want to go through what you're going through. But I'm here to tell you, God has empowered you. You got to get up. And you got to recognize I've got power over all the power of the enemy. That no matter what comes against me, greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. I've been empowered. I am more than a conqueror through him that strengthens me. The devil's neck is under the heel of my foot and I will crush it because I am in power. Even Jesus recognized and accepted that suffering was going to come. Prophecy, you shall crush his neck, but he will bruise your heel. Even he recognized there was going to be pain. 
and there was going to be suffering. But here's the difference. You need to recognize where the pain is. It's under your foot. It's not weighing you down like this. You're on top of it. You need to quit imagining that it's up here pushing you down, crushing you under the weight of the things of the world. You need to say, I am empowered. I am empowered. God has given me his spirit. I wish somebody would get a hold of this. I wish you would break out. I wish victory would get a hold of your heart. It's time to realize who we are. You be seated. You think the Lord, only a few more minutes, I'll be done. You got to listen to the words of the Lord. He said, these signs shall follow them that believe. Huh? In my name, they shall speak with new tongues. He starts out with the empowerment. You can't do the rest of the verse if you don't get the first of the verse. He said, they will be empowered. Huh? Now, wait a minute. He didn't say, I'm going to empower them to pick roses in a rose garden. I'm going to empower them in case they stuck their toe against a cotton ball. No. He said, I'm going to empower you. And guess what? Devils and serpents and demons and snakes, huh? They're going to come against you. They're going to war against your spirit. They're going to war against your family. They're going to war against your children. They're going to come against everything you have and everything you know. He, 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 oh yeah. He said, we fight not against uh, flesh and blood, but principalities and powers and wickedness in dark and high places. He said, these are the things that you're going to battle. These are the things you're going to come against. Spirits of deception, spirits of destruction, all kinds of demons and powers and darkness are going to come against you. Where, God? I'm not going to tell you. When, God? I'm not going to tell you. Why, God? I'm not going to tell you. Well, God, you got to let me know. No. The only thing you need to know is that I am going to empower you. And when God empowers you, the where doesn't matter. The when doesn't matter. How long doesn't matter. The why doesn't matter. I have the power to overcome. He never said this was going to be easy. That's wrong. Hand me my neck. That's wrong with all this false religion junk. No, my, my hanky. Thank you. Yeah. All this religious stuff. Of how great life's going to be. Because you know Jesus. 
how everything's just going to go great for you. Everything's just going to be perfect. Oh, bless the Lord. And the Lord's right behind him saying, oh, you need to pick up your cross and follow me. Oh, by the way, don't worry about tomorrow. It's evil enough all by itself. And he comes to another one. He says, oh, they hated me. Guess what? They're going to hate you. They persecuted me. Guess what? They're going to persecute you. But I love what he says. He says, but don't worry about it. I overcame the world. I destroyed it. I conquered death, hell, and the grave. The Bible says he was tempted in every like measure that man will ever be tempted. But he sinned not. He conquered it all. And God said, temptation's going to come. Difficulty's going to come. He said, Simon, you're going to deny me three times. But when you're converted, we talked about it last week. What is God talking about? When I endue you with power. When you're converted, comfort the brethren. Comfort them about what? Don't worry about what's going to come against you. Don't worry about what's going to attack you. God has given you a power to overcome. And if you fall, get back up. If you fail, get back up. Because the gift of God is without repentance. He'll never leave you. He'll never take it away. It'll always be with you. For some of us, the reason why some things are actually still in our life is because we have spent all of our time asking why, asking when, when will this pass, why has it come? Don't misunderstand, Pastor. I know that there are some tough things out there. Difficulty. But I wonder if we would have spent a little bit more time tarrying in Jerusalem for the power rather than pestering Jesus <laughs> about the why or the what or the when or you know what I'm talking about that if we would have spent maybe a little more time being empowered maybe we would have already ran some of these things out of our life or better yet if we would have spent a little more time being empowered those things in our life would not have mattered near as much. And would not have bothered us near as much. Tell your neighbor, you are empowered. That's my introduction. I need to get to my message. I'll bypass it. He said, when you're empowered, these, these signs will follow you. 
Then he said, that was in Mark and Luke. He said, I give, I give unto you power, look at this, to tread. You know what that word tread means? To trample. Trample serpents and scorpions. Now, you can be a littlest and go out and find a snake and a scorpion and step on it if you want to. Personally, I'm going to take the spiritual side of it. <laughs> Since the Bible does call the devil the old serpent. So, we'll, I got a little bit more on that. Now, of course, Paul got bit. You say, well, Paul got bit. Yeah, Paul didn't go pick that. Paul picked up a stick, not a snake. Snake just attached himself to it. We know the story. He shook it off because he was empowered. Oh, God, I'm out here doing your work. I'm, I've been witnessing and praying, reading the word. Why'd you let that old snake bite me? While old Paul's moaning and groaning, that blue vein's going up his arm. No, that didn't happen. That thing latched onto him, and it was one of the most deadly kind, because all those heathens around the fire, they're waiting for him to drop dead, like boom, boom, just like boom, just drop dead. That, it's over. Paul looked at that thing. He just shook that thing off in the fire. They called him a devil for being bit and a god for not dying. Watch me. Persecution will cause people to question your walk with God. What you're going through, especially in the religious world, what you're going through will cause them to say, ah, oh, if they were truly living for God, they wouldn't have lost their home. If they were truly living for God, they, you know, that wouldn't have happened. They wouldn't have got a divorce. They, you know, these things would. If they were truly living for God, they wouldn't have that sickness. They wouldn't have that financial trouble. They wouldn't be having those family troubles. And when the snake latches on, everybody starts calling you a devil. Wait a minute. But if you have been empowered and you shake it off. And you walk out of that thing, not boohooing and crying and complaining. Because when you go through all of that, they're going to go, see, I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you. They're just an old sinner. They're just an old hypocrite. Why? Because you're just boohooing and crying and crawl, crawled up in your little. No, Paul shook it off. So the snake will cause them to question your walk with God. But when you are empowered and you shake it off and you walk out of that thing, that that's when God is going to receive glory. That's when the name of Jesus is going to be glorified in your life. It's time to recognize we are empowered. And this is why he's done it. That he might draw men unto himself. That his name might be glorified. That they might see you as an overcomer. As victorious. No matter what you face. No matter what you go through. Somebody needs to shake the snake off. Come on. Take your arm. Somebody needs to shake the snake off. You've been empowered. 
You're not worried about no snake. You're not worried about no serpent. You're not worried about this thing. You're not worried about what it's going to do. You don't fear your life. You're not fearing your finances. Walk on your job and the boss shows up, hands you the pink slip. That's the old snake latching on. And everybody says, all the heathens go, he's been praising God all this time. Look at that. Look at that moron. Look at that idiot. Like he was just testifying. Just yesterday to all of us, how God blessed him with a new car. Now he ain't even got a job pay for it. Hey. Oh, snake, latching on the arm. But it didn't move you. You just shook that thing. And you said, God, thank you for that new job that you have already given me. Thank you for that job with that raise. Thank you for that job with that increased position. Thank you, God, that you've already given it to me. And I want to tell you that if that is your response, God can't help but to stand up off his throne and recognize faith that's coming out of you and open up doors that no man can open and no man can shut and walk you through it and everybody's going to hear it and everybody's going to know it. But you got to shake the snake off. He said, I've given you power over serpents. I've given you power over anything and everything that will ever latch itself onto you. And I'm going to stop right now and I just want to take care of this foolishness. The next one of you that come to me and tell me you've been cursed by voodoo or by honky tonky monkey punky or whatever they got out there and you've let the devil convince you that they had the power greater than the power of the Holy Ghost that's in you and they were able to curse you. I just might slap you because you need to wake up. You've been empowered. You need to look where that voodoo doll is. You need to look where that junk is. It's under your foot. It's under your foot. It's under your foot. Quit empowering that stuff by believing it. If the devil could kill you, you would be dead. Come on, put your hands together. I hate the devil. I hate his lies. He said, I've empowered you over every serpent. I've empowered you over every snake. Anything that will ever latch itself onto you. I have given you power. When they come to you and they hand you that little curse slip, you take that thing and you say, just like the prophets of old, I curse you back in the name of Jesus Christ. Not only do I curse you, 
but I break your power off my family I break your power off the witch doctor I break your power off that village I crush you Satan you're but a bug under my feet compared to my God you are insignificant somebody needs to get empowered somebody needs to understand the glory of God that lives inside of you I'm coming to a close. Music, if you'll come. If you don't come, I'll preach another hour. What part of this do you not believe? No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. No weapon 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 formed against thee shall prosper. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. My God, there ought to be some shouting in this building. God's come to set you free. God's come to loose you from your oppression, from your depression. It's time to break out. Don't worry about the why. Don't worry about the when. Don't worry about how long. You have been empowered. Shout, I'm empowered. Shout, I'm empowered. Listen to this, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servant of the Lord. It's your heritage. It's your heritage. When you're filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. He said, go wait for the promise of the Father that's upon high. Go tarry in Jerusalem. Bible tells us in the second chapter of the book of Acts, you need to read it, verses 1 through 4. They were up there tarrying. The word of the Lord says, it came as a sound of a rushing mighty wind. It filled all the house where they were sitting. And the word of the Lord says, it set upon them like tongues of fire, each of them. And that they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues, as the Spirit of the Lord gave them the utterance, oh, he said, I'm going to undo you with power, with power, with Holy Ghost and fire and anointing. No matter what latches onto you, you'll be able to shake it off. No matter what comes against you, I'm going to give you the power to overcome it. No, I'm not going to explain it to you. I'm not going to show everything to you, but I'm going to empower you and you're going to be able to overcome it. And even though you're in the same bubble of, of uh, lack of knowledge and confusion and not knowing as everybody else, you're going to be able to keep walking your head's going to be up a smile is going to be on your face no matter what's going wrong in your life because God has empowered you let's everybody stand why have these things come against me I'll tell you why for the glory of God why why has this lasted so long because God trusts you and because there's people watching you and for some of them it may take a little longer you mean I'm suffering all of this just for somebody else chances are yes chances are yes 
It's about somebody else. It's not even about you. He already trusts you. You're already endued with power. He knows you're going to make it. He, he's not worried about you, Job. He knows you'll shave your head, put yourself in ashcloth and glasses, ashes, and you'll just begin to worship him and glorify his name and magnify him and say, naked came I into this world and naked shall I go. I am empowered. I am empowered. I am empowered. I am empowered. I can overcome. I can conquer this. I'm more than a conqueror. It's under my feet. It's under my feet. It's under my feet. It's under my feet. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. I want to tell you when we start understanding this and getting a hold of this and we stop asking the questions why, who, what, when and where we stop wondering how long and did it, why did it have to happen to me and why is this, is, I'm going through this and we just accept the fact that he has empowered me to walk into the fire and not be burned he has empowered me to go down into the lion's den and not be eaten he has empowered me to come up to the Red Sea and to walk across on dry ground, he has empowered me to be in the desert and wait on the water from the rock and the manna from heaven he has empowered me Lord has empowered you. Why don't you step out from where you are and come down and receive that. If you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, why don't you come? God wants to empower you. If you're going through things and you don't know how to handle it and you don't know what to do with it, why don't you come? Let God fill you with His Spirit. He wants to empower you. He wants to give you the power to overcome, the power to walk through, the power to be able to go through it and not even have the stench of smoke upon you. He wants to empower you. Maybe some of us here today, maybe we have forgotten. We have forgotten about this glory that He's given us. We have forgotten about this power that He's given us. And maybe we've been consumed with a situation. We've been consumed with a problem, a sickness, a marriage, children, some kind of a dilemma, some kind of difficulty, something going on. And it has consumed us, consumed our thinking. So that's the only thing that we can even think about. Why don't you come? Because God has empowered you.